I don't pursue stealing clients and I don't spend too much time. I don't spend time without being requested to like evaluating other people's work. to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. This is David. This is Anthony. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, yeah. Um, I, think, I think this is the part where we go into why it's been so long. <laughs> or we can just skip that part. That part. <laughs> yeah, we're not having the why we're so late segment this week. Apologize for all the fans who've been waiting for that segment, but it's just not yeah. happening this week. Yeah. Um, but we've been working hard on the excuses as to why we're late. So next, next, next episode maybe, or or maybe on time, and we don't have to worry about it. Maybe but, um, we should just do an episode yeah. about why our episodes are late sometimes, and th- that episode will be late as well. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, that's something I'm confident we can accomplish. <laughs> we we do it because we want to create a challenge for ourselves to rise to the occasion. Um, it's something I realized is because you're not as creative sometimes because you aren't challenging yourself. Well, I think on a serious note, I, I sometimes I do find myself like procrastinating on stuff I need to do. And I'm, I think in the back of my head, maybe I think I'm, I think I have more time than I do. Or I think that whatever I'm doing now is more important, but it, basically I'm lying to myself. Because I was like, no, nah, you should have just done what you needed to do at the time you're supposed to do it instead of putting it off. But anyway. And it probably didn't take that long to do it either. So, <laughs> Nope, never does. So there was someone, a client called me this afternoon, and I saw the phone call come in. I was in a meeting, so I couldn't answer them, but I kept putting it off, calling them back. Finally called them back around like 5.30 or something. They called me at like 3. Finally called them back, and they were trying to send me some money. And it was like, yeah, you should have called them as soon as you, you should have, like, stepped out of the meeting or called him as soon as you got out of the meeting but he was yeah. like almost like I was scared like I wonder what they want I don't want to talk to them but I should have talked to them but, oh well speaking of sending money there's somebody who keeps on sending me checks that are not arriving that I need to talk to like um just PayPal me please in 2019 I mean is there room for people sending checks if you're not like some kind of huge entity that can't like because I used to work for like the government or the state of Alabama and they would send me checks so it would probably be a little less maybe not as easy for them to send you pay, PayPal but individuals sending you checks like is that acceptable nowadays? Uh, <laughs> there are some individuals I work with that send me checks because uh, like I've done some work with people in Canada and they actually send mm. me like a money order from Canada or something kind of weird um but yeah, there's one person I work with in Canada as well. Uh, no shots at anyone from Canada, but it took them almost a year to pay me for something I did. And all they had to do was mail a check. What? I don't know. It was ridiculous. But what I do, on when I send out an invoice, I include everything. Because recently, people have been paying me a lot through Cash App. Because most of the time, like... Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Especially, like, like, 
for some of the things I'm doing, they're like small projects. Like maybe I'm doing some social media images or a quick flyer or something like that. So under $500 for somebody. And so in those cases, a lot of times I've had people just say, I'll pay you out of my, I'll just PayPal you from my direct PayPal account and then I'll expense it with the company. Yeah. They can worry about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. But don't hold me up. Cause that's just like, just yeah. That, and that's what's happening to me now. It's like, come on. Like, I, I don't know what, you know, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I don't know what's going on, but it's like, all right, I'm going to need that. <laughs> yeah. I include all the payment options so that there's no excuse. You can mail me a check. You can, I'll give you my bank account number. Yeah. Cause there's no excuse to that. Uh, yeah. I agree. There's no excuse to send a check. Cause you can do Zelle or something like that and transfer from any bank to another bank pretty quick. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't have to see what's going on. Um, I mean, it's like uh, I, I know back in the day, people, say, people like to have say, the <laughs> "Oh, the checks in the mail," but they was lying. So, uh, yeah, it's possible they're lying. <laughs> no, nah, they got money. <laughs> they got money. Um, they just don't got money. For you. I don't know what exactly is happening, or maybe they're putting the address. I don't know what's going on, but. They have money, so I don't know what the problem is. So, um, <clears throat> well, I've seen yeah. uh, not to belabor the topic, but I've definitely seen some people who have money be real shysty about like a couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, just pay me. You said you're gonna pay, just pay. Stop making all these yeah. excuses and all this other crap. Like, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but um, what's our topic? We'll today? say we're talking about stealing work from other designers. Um, I thought about that because you know, well, you know, on this podcast, sometimes we talk about how trash people's stuff is, and <laughs> that's the work of some designer somewhere, some unfortunate soul that just doesn't have it together yet. Um, and you've come into you know, or something like that, and you see their design before, and it's like, wow, this is terrible, and blah, 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 and stuff like that, um, which is a little different than stealing work from somewhere else, I would say. That's more so like coming mm-hmm. in, because I think people do that all the time. You come into a business or something like that, you're automatic. Of course, you're going to trash whoever came first. <laughs> came, you know, you got to prove that you can do something else. Um, so I don't think that's the same as stealing, but, I mean, is there any compassion for that designer that designed it before you? Uh, if i actually knew them or know them i might have some compassion or care a little bit about like how i speak about them and how i uh, treat their work yeah um because i've definitely worked i mean where where i've never worked somewhere where there was no designer before yeah um I've worked for clients like on the side, like doing freelance stuff where there was no designer before. But in most cases, um, like when I was working corporate gigs or for larger companies, there was somebody there before who did something. And then looking, I can judge by the quality of what was done and how well organized it is, whether or not I'm going to need to, you know, kind of trash their work. But I think that's different from stealing someone's work. So to answer your question about trashing someone else's work, like, a predecessor i try not to do that too much uh if it was if i if i'm coming up with like weak reasons to trash it then i just don't i don't say anything i was like i'll actually defend them i've had to defend like previous developers designers and things like that before 
where someone's coming to me and basically saying that the previous person was terrible for whatever reasons xyz and then i explain to them no the previous person was right about these things like no they can't do this no this is not possible given the way you have things set up or whatever um and so i'll try and defend them if i can yeah if they're indefensible and their stuff is just bad then i i you know i can't do it well yeah as you're coming in to make a best suggestion or whatever i think it's even kind of like a Mainly, it's kind of similar to when you go into a job interview, you're not supposed to just trash your previous employer. Um, yeah. But you, I mean, you want to show flexibility. I've noticed myself like, when I come into a business, and this isn't exactly what we was planning on talking about, but I try not to, even if I think it's complete trash and garbage, I try not to go too hard on it because sometimes you don't know who mm-hmm. did it. And then also, a lot of times, like working with a business, you're not going to be able to just come in there and change it with your entirely change it with your amazing ideas that you think that you have and you know it's not always possible that you're going to be able to do that yeah established brands move slowly yeah so it's like kind of like all right chill out you may think it's trash but you're probably going to have to work with this to figure it out (laughs) you know yeah okay so i guess my question is like have you ever had to compete with for work with another designer like or there was somebody else that was actively trying working on a client already and you kind of came in and just swooped in and trashed their stuff and like took the work from them so i've never done that uh so i don't i don't know we talked i guess we've talked about it before but i i don't i'm not a fan of doing like spec work where it's like everyone submits their their design and then whoever we like is who we hire i'm not I'm not a fan yeah. of doing that, um, and I've never with done math it. With a like this, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah, not cool with doing that. So competition type stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't enter design competitions like that. I mean, if I design something for someone else and I just enter my design in the competition to just to say, oh, here's something I did for someone else that I already got paid for. That's one thing, but I'm not going to compete for work. Uh, so I've never done that, but I have been in a position where. I've been contacted like almost for a second opinion, almost like a consultant. And I've given my opinion and generally it was a situation where the customer had their doubts already. They were like, this person is saying it's going to cost this much money to do this many things. And you know, they don't have any portfolio or whatever, you know, they, there were, there were questions in their mind. And then I came along by request and provided my feedback and my input on what was provided and also upon request gave a quote and then I got the work. Yeah. But I don't generally, like if you ask me for my opinion, I'm not gonna uh, say, oh, I could do it much better. I'm so much better than them. I generally don't say that. I'll just provide strictly opinion like, okay, well, judging by the portfolio, this is what I think. And the price seems about right or the price seems high or you know, when they said this was impossible, that's not true. Yeah. I, I That brings up a thing. I mean, I, I can't think of an example where I've directly done that. I mean, I've come across things where it's like somebody else is making this for you and they aren't very good and I could do this for you, do this for you, but you usually don't have contact with that person usually. Mm-hmm. But it does make me think about something else. Like, when you come up with something like that, what is the, some of the reasons why a company wants to get away from somebody else? So it's usually not because they just aren't good designers, even if they aren't good designers. 
Hmm. <laughs> I've heard sometimes it's like, oh, they just aren't, aren't hitting the mark or whatever, but a lot of times it seems just like it's never something that has to do with their actual work. Uh, I've seen some where it's just poor, well, maybe it's not poor work, but it's just some of like some of the stuff we talked about in one of our last episodes about like the soft skills. Because um, I've seen it where it's just like slow delivery, because I've, I've stolen several clients on slow delivery where someone says, yeah, yeah. I'll work on this and then it's like six months later and they still aren't finished. And people get frustrated by yeah. that. Because uh, if I deliver it fast, I can give you some crap and you'll probably be okay with it. But uh, not yeah. that I do that. <laughs> but um, Not that you don't do that. Yeah, no, I, I need to confirm or deny, but um, I think it's generally around those other peripheral things and not around the work itself, for the most part. There are some situations where I've seen people wanting to find it. I've had clients leave me because they were like, well, I don't, I don't feel like you understand exactly what I want. But I think that was just a communication mm-hmm. breakdown and not necessarily a skill set breakdown because I can do, I can do whatever's needed. It's just, did you communicate it? Well? Yeah. So I've lost clients that way. And then I've also yeah. taken people's clients that way because, uh, they were like, well, I, I, well, it was a combination. Like they communicated, they thought they communicated well enough multiple times. Then they contacted me and said, here's exactly what I want. Can you do this? And I'm like, yeah. And if they communicated that clearly, then it's easy. But I think there are situations where the, the communication just doesn't work out. And therefore it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, I know, I mean, it's kind of like a situation. I'm sure I've lost some people before because of either, either me not being on top of it or something like that, or, or there's times I've ghosted people a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, please, somebody else take this up. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but I, and something I was thinking about is like, you know, I've, cause I've kind of like competed with like, you know, you're working at a job and you're kind of competing an outside vendor that is brought in that is delivering trash. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> and in, in a situation where you're kind of like, uh, are you trying to replace me with this outside vendor? And you kind of feel like, all right, where you feel like, um, I don't know, kind of proving your value to somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody wants to feel like they're getting replaced by some outside vendor or something like that, or, you know, it was somebody else. Um, but it's also been an occasion sometimes in other cases where it's like, okay, just chill. Like, don't get, you know, all worked up because somebody else is, you know, playing in your sandbox. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's an opportunity like, okay, well, if, I mean, if your job isn't on the line like that, then it's like, okay, what can I learn from this person? And then make sure I'm delivering at that level that they were delivering at. Yeah. You know, this outside person, like, what can I do for that so that I can, you know, show that I can deliver like that? Because there's something there's some reason why they wanted that. Sometimes it's because just a timing thing where it's like, OK, well, they're able to get it faster and you need to be focused on this entirely over here. So you can't do that, even though you want to do it like designing logos and stuff like that. Sometimes if you're working at a company and it's like I've had to do that and it's like hire like some outside designers to work on it, give us some ideas. And while selfishly, I would love to do it all myself. After going through the process, I'm like, you know, this is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not having to operate Illustrator. I'm just critiquing. I think it's cool <laughs> if if, uh, if the communication is there and you don't feel like you're threatened. Yeah. Because I've been in a situation where I was I was a graphic designer. I was hired as uh, to do graphics for different proposals that this company was writing up. And then 
the owner of the company bought another company. So we had two companies now and he was trying to merge them under a new holding company and all this other stuff. So we had to do a lot of branding. And I was like, I could do all this. But of course I had my other tasks I was supposed to do. So I felt like I wanted to be involved and I, I weaseled my way into that and got involved. But I wasn't doing the actual design work. I was just providing feedback and stuff like that. It wasn't bad, but it did feel like, why did you hire them? I could have been doing that. But it was only because... Yeah. Well, it's because I, I didn't feel like my job was threatened, but I was like, I did really want to do the work because I was sitting around not doing anything useful and I was doing boring projects I wasn't that interested in. So it was like, oh, this is actually interesting. Let me help. Yeah, it's like I would prefer to be doing this, not right. <laughs> designing some stupid flyer. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's I think it's it's I think I agree with what you said. You got to take advantage of the opportunity to learn. And it was I was working at like the outside firm. They were a pretty big firm in the area they get a lot of work and so I I took the opportunity I started talking to some of the people that work there got to know them uh found out about like what what positions they had open <laughs> yeah um I've done that before <laughs> and then I I did my best on the little parts I did and they saw it and so they were I didn't never like went after a job there but it was a very good learning experience cuz I learned yeah. about like several vendors in the area like for printing and you know other services that I need for my freelance stuff so it was good because this was like shortly after I moved up here to DC so I learned a lot in the process and I've been using it <laughs> yeah I mean I, I've yeah I've been doing something like that similar like taking notes like okay they're doing this okay they were somehow successful at this even though they don't seem that mm -hmm. good what are they doing yeah <laughs> you know like what did they do like or you know we're you know maybe I can use the same generic presentation they gave, you know, like what, <laughs> because apparently that works, mm -hmm. you know, like well, take notes from any situation instead. I, I think you can get too focused on the threat, the perceived threat or the, you know, when you could be sitting there taking notes and learning and trying to figure out like, okay, what's next? Do I really want to stay where I am right now? Or is this something like, okay, maybe I can do what they're doing. That can be me. Mm -hmm. And somebody else can be in their job bitter because they came in, you know, <laughs> yeah so I don't know but yeah I don't know I've I don't know we talk about trash designs all the time so do you um, think it's as a designer do you think it's okay for someone to try and steal clients from you or do you think there should be like that professional courtesy um yeah I mean I think what are the rules you know I mean, I don't know. Maybe I have to look at that thing. Yeah, because you, you saw that pricing sheet I sent you. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm going to be updating um, across the board. That, that <laughs> pricing sheet, some of it looked low to me, but that's that's the topic for another time. I think, I don't think there are any rules like that set in stone that people actually follow and respect per se. Yeah. Um, but I also, I think it depends on how you get your clients. So if you go out and pitch people and give them a bunch of business cards and post flyers on Facebook and comment under people's pictures like, hey, I'm a graphic designer. If you do that, then you're in competition. Like there's always going to be someone trying to snipe your clients because like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm, I don't know, bad, similar uh, parallel, but like let's say all the girls I date, I find them at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. My competition is everyone that goes to the grocery store. But like if you're one of those people that all your girls you find are at the club, then if I don't go to the club, 
and none of the girls I like go to the club that much, then we're not even playing in the same field. You know yeah. So I don't have to worry about that as much. Uh, I do think that I, I don't, I'm not a fan of like dirty macking, like where someone just comes along and say, Hey, I'm a graphic designer. Whoever did your work is terrible. Look how this is working. Look what I did. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, and I don't think that's a uh, an effective. Appro- it probably works, but I don't think that's a very effective approach. I don't in think terms it's of finding new clients. Probably, I would say it's probably not to be effective because most people. I don't know. I don't know how it is for other designers. Most people just like whatever you do. <laughs> they just want somebody that can do it and make them look halfway decent. They don't have strong design opinions on things. The average mm-hmm. client doesn't have. You know, they may just they just want somebody that knows how to do it. And if you can get in your own design flair to to turn it into something that you're proud of, then that's great. Are they going to care? Probably not that much. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to leave you because you didn't deliver. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the number one thing. So it's kind of like a weird thing where it's like the competition. It's like, you know, even if you are a better, this quote unquote designer than me. I mean, number A, you're not. Um. And number, number B, B. <laughs> <laughs> and number B, uh, <laughs> they probably don't care. Yeah. I mean, because whatever it is that makes you better than me, it's probably some kind of, I don't know, thing they don't notice. What it, what usually it is, is your deliverable or how you present it. Like, I've seen it before. It's like, why did we need them to do this? And it's like, oh, all they did different was they presented it. Kind of like when you give somebody a logo design or something like that, and it's like if you present it in a certain way, you can turn the tables in your favor. Yeah, all in it's all in the presentation. You can charge more if you have your presentation down pat. Yeah, versus just like yeah 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 no you know got you and you just send it you know. But if you give them a whole presentation, you know, make it look nice, spend a couple of minutes laying it out, then you can charge more and you look more pro. And it's like it's just. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of those things are are the 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 chinks in the armor. Is that a slur? The the weaknesses in the armor. Where <laughs> only only if you ask if it is. I I don't know. Well, I I know that it is a slur, but I don't mean it in that way. But it, those it are wasn't the, a slur until you asked about it. <laughs> <laughs> those are the, the like those are places where you can easily strengthen your 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 uh connection with your client and make it harder for your clients to be stolen uh yeah because like for instance like we're probably both the same in that we get most of our clients through word of mouth and not necessarily through going out and shaking hands and shaking babies and kissing hands or whatever so mm-hmm. uh given that that's how i do it it's gonna be more difficult to steal my client because my client probably is not looking on instagram or looking on Facebook for the guy who put up an ad that says I'm a graphic designer. No, that's not how to. Yeah, I mean, and I haven't gotten people like that. No, I mean, I don't do that, but I've absolutely. Yeah, I don't do that either. But like, I, they're they're probably not going to fall prey to that person. Um, but uh, yeah, also like it's just like with any other situation. If you, if I'm taking care of things the right way, then my client should not be out looking. If for whatever reason my client is unhappy or unsatisfied and they haven't communicated that to me i can't help that but if they're happy for the most part they're getting what they need in a timely manner then they're probably not looking yeah 
Because it's a lot more trouble to that kind of relationship, and you know, a lot of people don't have time for that. Yeah, I think it's, people. It's like cheaper to keep her. I think people seem to think that people sit around looking for designers and things like that with all these things in mind and like spending all the hours a day doing this, maybe for some companies or whatever, but most don't. They just want to find somebody and once they like you and they keep you around, they don't want to have to find somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Especially if they've had them. like a hard time the last time. Yeah. Then you just got to try not to mess up too much and you'll be good. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> it was just something I was thinking about. Um, ethics in the design community. <laughs> yeah, I, I say I would say for myself, I don't pursue stealing clients, and I don't spend too much time. I don't spend time without being requested to, like, evaluating other people's work. Yeah. Like if I'm not your, your, uh, if I'm not, you haven't, you're not on a contract with me, you haven't signed anything with me, then I'm not going to go out and badmouth what, what's been done for you. Yeah. I'm not a critiquer. Unless you say, hey, what do you think of this? Then I will give you my opinion. Um, but I'm not going to say, oh, you should hire me. That's not going to be the end of my, my evaluation. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a yeah because you need a value. We need to not just be so thirsty for clients. Um, try to make sure you want to actually work with that person because sometimes it's harder to get rid of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you don't want to you don't want to burn a relationship. Maybe you don't want to work with this person. They're not a bad person, but but you don't want to work with them, and you know that, so you don't work with them because you don't want them to go and tell people not to work with you because of the the way it goes. So it's like just never even go there. Yeah, there's there's definitely some people that. Once they told me what they wanted, I was like, eh, I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Because I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I want to put my best foot forward. And therefore, I don't want to work with someone doing something that I'm not any good at. Yeah. And that's why you don't date your best friends. Huh? I don't know. Um. <laughs> Sorry. You're going to have to explain that one later. There's nothing to explain. <laughs> I was just thinking, I mean, that's why, you know, you may not, you know, people talk about like, yeah, I didn't want to re- ruin the friendship or, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, maybe just don't do work for them. But, um, okay, well, um, thanks for listening, people. Um, unless you had something to add. Um, nothing to add at this time. Nothing to, nothing to add at this time. Yeah, check um, out our shop. Alienmuffin.com yeah. slash our dash shop or alienmuffin.com and click on shop. Or just, well, yeah, just go to one of those places and you can find our shop. Uh, buy yeah. things from our shop. If you have bought something from our shop, let us know. Let us know. Share a picture on Instagram, tag uh, Alien Muffin in it, or tweet it at Alien Bomb. Muffin, or post it on Facebook. Or Bomb. Or just uh, put it in the comments or something. But yeah, we'd, we'd love to know that you bought something. Um, coming up for Christmas, we're probably going to have a promotion in our shop. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Take that, take that. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.